Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast. It's from Lee Enterprises, and I'm your host, Terry Barr. All right, we're going to talk about the holidays and the idea of maybe being able to save some money during the holidays. I know I laugh a little bit about it, but it, it's true. And our goal really is to not have debt or regret. We're talking to the perfect person today about this topic. Kimberly Palmer, who is a personal finance expert with Nerve Wallet, is here. And Kimberly, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you, Terry. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we are too. You know, when we talk about the debt or regret of the holidays, is this a real thing? It, it is. It's so real. I think so many people just get very emotional with their spending and it's so easy to get swept up in the excitement of this season. I know I do myself. And then when it's January and the bills are due, it can be really stressful and end up creating a burden that can really last a long time. We find every year in our holiday spending study that people, a significant amount of people, this year it's 29%, are actually still paying off their debt from last holiday season. So that oh. really shows you what a burden it can be. Oh, that's that's kind of a painful number too. That's not just a couple of people. That's a lot of people. It is. I mean, it's shocking. And it's also just a reminder that it can help be helpful to get a handle on spending, to think about debt ahead of time, to make a list and just feel organized, not end up buying more than you intend to, even though it's so tempting. Okay. So here's how to make that list. We're going to check it twice and help you with your money. Some great tips. How about this one? Tell us all about this. Align your holiday budget with your financial goals. I think this tip really speaks to thinking holistically about how you wanna start the new year. And of course we all wanna celebrate the holiday, but just setting yourself a budget and making sure you're not overspending can make sure you get off on a really good start as soon as the new year begins. So I think it really starts with making a list and just coordinating with family members and friends. Maybe you can even have a conversation with them. You want to try to spend less this year, maybe focus on experiential gifts or handmade gifts and be creative about the kind of presents you're giving people. Oh, I love the idea of giving someone an experience because that's truly something you can't forget that stays with you. I think so. And I think even kids can appreciate it too, mm -hmm. giving tickets to a museum that you've always wanted to go to or something like that, where you're going to spend time with them. Maybe it's something that you can do together, even giving someone a homemade meal or planning to giving them an IOU for a homemade meal. I think all of these things can be a great way to just show someone that you really care. You're not going to be spending tons of money, but you do really care. Okay. We, we talked at the beginning about people still paying for last year's holiday. Is there any concern or have you heard that this year could be an even bigger spender because people feel like they missed last year? They're going to be able to maybe see some family. So that's kind of why we want to give them these tips. Absolutely. I think there's a big risk this year that we all want to make up for lost time. And so last year, if we did all have to stay home, a lot of us had to miss out on seeing family members in person, friends in person. And so we want to just go out this year. And the danger in that, of course, is that we end up overspending. And so we got to kind of reel it in a little bit, remind of what is really important and just make sure we don't go overboard, even as we 
celebrate this season. Right, right. Okay, good. Thank you, Kimberly. We've got number two as a tip. And, and this is a pretty interesting idea that bonus friendly season. And you're talking about credit cards here. Is that right? That's right. So for some people, it can make sense to apply for a new credit card this time of year. In some cases, if you find yourself buying a lot of your gifts at a specific retailer, it might make sense, for example, to get the credit card that that retailer offers because you'll get big discounts. For example, at Target, you can get 5% off your purchase similar offers are at Walmart and Amazon. So if you are someone that shops at one particular store, it can make sense. And in some cases, these credit cards, when you apply for a new credit card, in some cases, there is a bonus available and you usually have to hit a certain spending limit. And this time of year, it's easier than ever to hit that spending limit so you can earn that bonus. And then of course, that helps you stretch your budget even further. Right, but what you are not saying is apply for a whole ton of credit cards. Exactly. And yeah. it might not make sense for you to apply for a new credit card. The first step is to see what's in your wallet now. Is it is it useful to have another one? And the answer might be no, especially if you're trying to avoid debt and make sure you're not over. Okay. And I like the idea of maybe you know where you like to shop and, and why not uh, go after that credit card if you don't have it or if you do have it, then, then go there and use that. that. That seems really smart. It can be really helpful and it can give you other perks too. So for example, I mentioned Target, you also get more time to make your returns if you're using that credit card. So it's worth looking into the other benefits too. Yeah, because I think we forget there's deadlines on those returns a lot of the time. So exactly. Mm -hmm. For so many people this year, we're shopping earlier than ever and we need that extra time to make returns. Absolutely. Okay. Tip number three, how about earning rewards from some cashback apps? Tell me more about yes. this. Yeah, I love cashback apps because it is like credit cards. It is another way of earning essentially free money. So basically you create an account, you sign in. It's usually free, completely free. And then cash back on those purchases. And so it's a way of just layering even more savings on anything else you have access to through store loyalty programs, through a cashback credit card. On top of that, you can also, to get extra cash back through these apps. So the downside is you are giving them your email address. In some cases, you're sharing other information. So you do want to be aware of that. You might see some extra advertising, extra emails, but if you are willing to make that trade-off, it can be useful. Okay. You know, I don't know if we can mention it, but I'm just going to say the one that we see so much on television, the ads is for Rakatoon. Is it real? I mean, can we can we kind of uh, dive into an app and try it and see how it works? Absolutely. And okay. so it's totally real. There's nothing <laughs> fake about it. You just go ahead. You set up your account. You usually have to share your email address, maybe some other details. And you can see all the retailers that are participating with it. And if they're ones that you shop at, then you can just automatically be earning extra cash back. And if you're already getting cash back because of your credit card you're using, it's additive. So maybe you're getting 3% with that, another 3 to 5% or even more with the app. And then suddenly you're getting 10% back in total. So you can see it really wow. can stretch your budget. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. I, and I wanted to make sure it's real because I knew you would know, and we, we sure don't want anybody to try something, but I think I'm actually going to try this too myself. Um, I love this idea. This is tip number four, trying the, um, you know, kind of no spend challenge. How, how would this work right now? 
Well, the no spend challenge, I think is really best for January. So it's, a <laughs> way, <Very good. laughs> it's a way of resetting. Of course, all of us are spending more than usual in December because there's just so many demands from travel, decorations, the gifts, there's a lot going on. Yeah. But then we can think in January, I will reset. I will give myself new habits. The no spend challenge doesn't mean you're spending zero money because of course, to eat, you still need some basics, but it does mean you're not spending on things that are not necessary. Okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. What if you uh, would want to try it right now? I know you probably have to get others to go in on it with you. I, I suppose, especially people that you would normally buy a gift for, do you go back and forth and say, Let, let's try not to spend this holiday? Yes, exactly. To coordinate a little bit, have a conversation with your family members, your friends, anyone you usually exchange gifts with, and just get creative. Think about how you can avoid spending money. And it, it's possible. I mean, you can give people experiences like we talked about. Right. You can give them something handmade. If you're having a dinner all together, you can have a potluck. So there are ways of being really mindful about how we're spending and spending a lot less than we would have otherwise. I think that's a really fun idea that you could have a, a ton of fun with friends and family, but yet you would still all get something wonderful out of it too. And you could see who uh, ends up spending money first. <laughs> yeah. A little competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. And then tip number five, get a side job for the holidays. Oh, that's a, that's a tough one to say because we do know there's a ton of jobs that are open for people right now. How could this help you, especially for the holidays? Well, because so many of us could use a little extra cash this time of year, it can be so helpful to just pick up an extra job that doesn't have to be a huge time commitment, but maybe it's something freelance. Maybe it's doing something like walking dogs, babysitting, whatever is there's a demand for in your area. Retailers really need help right now. There's a lot of demand. And so if you do have the time uh, to sign up for some hours, it can be a way of just making sure you have a little extra cash in your pocket. A lot of people like to start their side job preparing for the holidays even sooner. So it's yeah. something to think about next year too, planning ahead, uh, but it can just be a way of some of the strain, some of the stress. That's excellent. So what do you think, Kimberly? Is there something from all of this that people can take away to just sort of, uh, I know the holidays can be stressful anyway, sometimes with everything else going on, but if you can get rid of the stress of the financial part of it, what should we learn from this? I think the biggest takeaway is just to try to be extra creative this year and think outside the box. And uh, maybe there's a new tradition you can start. Uh, maybe there you can give gifts that are experiences are handmade, maybe something local that just is not something you would normally think of in terms of a material gift, but it lets you be a little creative. And most importantly, it lets you save money. And that's what the bottom line here is all about saving money and hopefully helping you have a happy holiday along with saving some money. Oh yeah. my goodness. Thank you. Kimberly Palmer, personal financial expert with NerdWallet. Again, it is always so great to talk with you and get some terrific money-saving tips. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Yes. And thank you for listening to Pennywise. And if you're ever looking for any other tips to uh, help you save money with your finances or just to learn a little bit, Pennywise podcast is saved and you can find it anywhere you like to listen to your podcasts. And we're grateful that you do. Thanks again. I'm Terry Barr with Lee Enterprises. Goodbye for now.